1: KKLA, Southern California Live. Hello, KKLA family. It's David James. We are live from Long Beach Rescue Mission this afternoon. Actually, we are at the thrift store. So if you're anywhere near Long Beach, the 710 Freeway, Pacific Avenue, you know, right here off Anaheim Street where Long Beach Rescue Mission is, we'd love to have you come by and say hello and uh, meet the... Well, the the awesome gentleman that I'm about ready to introduce to you, he has been a pastor. He has been a pastor. He's speaker, men's discipleship coach, 14-year executive management career. Now, here's the thing when I say that, before I introduce him, you never know what kind of path God is going to take you on. And maybe this Christmas time, you're in a place where, you know, you're watching everything happening in life. You're in a stage, in a place in your life, and you're just... You're wondering, maybe you're stuck on the freeway, maybe you're still at work, you're listening on the app, and you're in a place where you're going, God, do you really have me where you want me to be? Maybe there's that that itch where you're just not, you're not really comfortable with where you are. Maybe you're making a very good living, maybe you're doing exceptionally well, but you're just saying, you know what, God, I just don't know if I found my purpose. So I mentioned that this gentleman a pastor, speaker, men's discipleship coach, But he had a 14-year executive management career when I would assume at that point what I was just speaking about where God, you'd be praying to him, show me the way, kind of George Bailey, you know, in it's a wonderful life when he's, you know, there. Show me the way, God. Show me the way. Mm -hmm. Maybe there was that place. Well, God opened the door for him to transition to vocational church ministry. And then he completed his M.A. Church Leadership, Hope International University, which happens to be my alma mater in my master's program in business administration. And then he was associate pastor for Cornerstone Church in Long Beach. And he became the interim executive director here recently, Long Beach Rescue Mission, making disciples who make disciples always his first passion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the KKLA. Merry Christmas stage. Terry Miller.
2: Hey, thank you, Dave. thanks for inviting me to come today, and i'm just super, super excited to be here with you. dude, you invited us I'm... I guess we invited you <laughs> yeah we're in your, we're in your uh, <laughs> we're in your on your campus today Oh no, that's true you know i'm looking around here, Dave, and we're in the thrift shop, as you said, our thrift store, which has been here for a long time. i'm looking at all this stuff in here and just relating it to uh, my only four weeks uh, on the job here uh, as the interim director of the rescue mission. And I'm looking, I'm seeing all this, there's pots and pans, and there's clothing, there's books, there's paintings, there's furniture, uh, there's appliances, there's all, some of it comes in, and people bring it in the back door, some of it's in really great shape, some of it needs a little TLC, yeah, yeah. and some of it needs the totally rejuvenation, we need to start all over and patch it up, and that's kind of what it is like here at the Rescue Mission, people come in, and they come in in all shapes and sizes, and every everything you can imagine uh, as far as what life has handed them and from what i can see and what i know about being a part of the rescue mission just serving here the last few years is that our job is to take whatever god brings to our door just like all these donations in this thrift shop whatever comes through that door we are to treat it like this is an opportunity to help this person grow to understand who christ is and to be able to make a transition, a transformation that, honestly, we help with, but we're depending on God, the Holy Spirit, to do most of it.
1: Yeah, you know, you mentioned the thrift. I have a friend, and by the way, we are live here at Long Beach Rescue Mission in the thrift store. So if you're anywhere near the South Bay here in Long Beach, we welcome you to to come by. I have a friend. His name's Dave Drewy, and Dave is the voice of International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. He does a bunch of different national ministry. You'd recognize his voice if you heard him. But Dave, he does nothing. I mean, he he dresses to the nines. I just want you to know, he's he's a handsome dresser. He uh, is a very much a gentleman that way. And he does every bit of his shopping, every bit of it. At He, he used to be in Seattle at the rescue mission up there. They have a thrift yeah, store. They're Salvation right. Army, I think. He all of his shopping was done at thrift store for decades. Now he's moved to Arizona. You know, one of the first places he visited thrift shop was a thrift stop. A couple of thrift <laughs> stores there in in Phoenix, and he does all of his shopping. He and his wife they they pick up appliances, they pick up clothes. He has found leather jackets that were would would resale for a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, for fifteen, twenty five, thirty dollars at a thrift store. So, I say all that to say if anyone's you know you should, Christmas shopping and everything, come by the thrift store here in Long Beach, Long Beach Rescue Mission thrift store, because even you have uh, mannequins dressed as all kinds of holiday cheer over there.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely, because we're open till 4 o'clock, uh, you know, Tuesday through uh, Friday, I believe it is, and Saturday, I think we're open till 6 o'clock. So you're going to find new stuff here all the time, just like any thrift shop, except what's different, I think, about this one, Dave, is that uh, – there's actually a spirit of Christ here in this shop. It really is. It is one of those places that, of all the buildings we have with the rescue mission, you said today you were trying to find us. You went from building to building to building, and you were trying. Where am I supposed to set up my gear? And you finally wound up over here. And uh, when you come here and you find it, I think I, I hope when you walked in you sensed that you know what? There's a good spirit here.
1: No, for sure. Um, first off, if and we're gonna dive into a bit of the the history and heritage of Long Beach Rescue Mission but you go to the website even you just go to the Long Beach uh, Rescue Mission website and uh, forgive me that is LB is it LB lbm.org right LBRM LBRM Long yep. Beach Rescue Mission yeah yep. of course Dave lbrm.org and you can find a lot of the resources there in in finding out what the mission statement is mm-hmm. with Long Beach Rescue Mission but the bottom line is every part of the mission statement is how to Take and impact lives right. in Jesus' name.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. Everyone that comes in to the rescue mission is just the same as it is um, pastoring churches in the last uh, 22 years for me. Our product is not widgets. Our project product is a people's hearts. So, if the product is a people's heart, and you realize that God has made every single heart unique, and every single heart has had different experiences what we're here to do is to say okay lord where is this person's heart now today and not judge it for where it's been, but to look at them and say, wow, what's the potential for where you could be tomorrow? Mm.
1: You know, I was coming in, and by the way, it's Terry Miller. It's David James. This is Southern California Live on 99.5 KKLA. That's Friday afternoon. Merry Christmas to you. We're here in the thrift store at Long Beach Rescue Mission off of Pacific. So uh, come on by, and they're open till 4 o'clock. So if you're here in the South Bay, anywhere on the 710, Feel free to drop on by and, and say hello, I want to camp on that idea just a second because, as I was driving in and you mentioned, I went to a couple of the different campuses, which actually Long Beach Rescue Mission has a number of different facilities mm-hmm. in its in its portfolio that yeah. god has has provided to make an impact. Mm-hmm. You have um, the, not only the thrift store, but I was right there out of – is it Samaritan's? Samaritan House. Samaritan's yeah. House. Mm-hmm. Right. Share a little bit about that. There's also sure. a ladies' uh, shelter as well, mm-hmm. and then you've got the administration. But share about the Samaritan's House and the ladies' okay. uh, shelter home.
2: Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Samaritan House is for men. So this is where men come in, uh, uh, some, some of them off the street. Uh, some of them come in because they were, uh, they were actually uh, recommended to come here from a church or perhaps from another uh, organization, agency here in Long Beach, where they went and said, where can I go and get some food? Where can I get some help? Where can I get a place to stay? Where can I go to start all over in my life? So they come from all different places, all different ways. But when the men come to Samaritan House, we have some different avenues to explore with them and find out and pray and see where God wants them. One way for the men is it's called—it's uh, a 90-day program, and it's case management. So you may have a job, you may be doing, you know, just fine in your work, but life is showing you some circumstances and you don't have a place to live. And uh, and you need some resources and some guidance. So we provide that for 90 days. We're called a case management program. And you live with us for those 90 days. We give you a case worker and we're trying to give you that next leg up. Some of the men come and they go through the 90 day program and they go, I'd like to do more. And we have what's called an NLP program. That's New Life Program, Dave. And that New Life Program is just what it sounds like. It's new life in Christ. It's new life in education. Maybe you need your GED. Uh, maybe maybe you need how to uh, maybe you know English as a as a second language. Right. It can be anything, Dave. But that's a 12 month that you stay at the Samaritan House, and we help in a total rehabilitation of body, soul, and spirit.
1: That is, you know, Anthony was one of the young men as I parked right there at Samaritan's House coming in to be at the thrift store today. There was this gentleman coming down the the, the sidewalk, and, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm
2: good. Everything's <laughs> fine.
1: But he says, sir, can I help you? Yeah. Just very respectful, yeah. and I said, "Well, I'm I'm actually looking for the Long Beach Rescue Mission." He said, "Well, you're right here. May I may I may I help you? My name's Anthony," and he yeah. shook his hand out, and I shook his hand as well. Come to find out, Anthony is. In the program, yeah. here at Long Beach Rescue Mission, right. And as we were, had the dolly with all the goods coming in to set up here at the thrift store, and we went a couple different places. Oh, you need to be over to the store. We'll, we'll get you. We'll get you there. Anthony was sharing the story mm-hmm. about how he had made some poor decisions in his life. Mm-hmm. He admitted that he was not. He, didn't, he wasn't. He wasn't smart in decisions he made, and it took him down, you know, a lot of spiritual darkness. Yeah. And he said, but you know what? I heard the calling of the Holy Spirit in my life. Hmm. And he said, here I am. I'm in the program. And I just want you to know um, I'm thriving in Jesus name. And I look forward to seeing what God has in store for my life. So Anthony is exhibit A yeah. of what it
2: is you're talking about. Yeah, he, he, he's the poster child for what we're talking about, Dave. And, you know, Dave, uh, just about three weeks ago, we had a graduation ceremony and in our chapel. And in that graduation ceremony, nine graduates represented exactly what our mission is. All of them talked not mostly about the classes they had, the education they got, uh, necessarily that, you know what they talked about? They talked about Christ, and they said their life has been radically transformed by Jesus Christ, and that is what they're carrying on to the next step in life.
1: Parlay that into the person that's in, on the road right now. We've got, you know, thousands listening, and that's mm-hmm. a very important key factor you mm-hmm. mentioned, is that, you know, we can have everything in life. We can, mm-hmm. we can be given an opportunity. We can uh, have a career, mm-hmm. we can be given an opportunity to, to find love and have a family. Mm-hmm. But if it's not built on the foundation of Jesus, that's right. That's just purely sinking sand, isn't it? Address yeah. that. Talk to people who are in their cars right now and parlay that into what you know, you, um, the Long Beach Rescue Mission is doing.
2: Everywhere in this city, which is uh, almost 600,000 people in this greater Long Beach area, Probably 40, the recent figure I heard was that 40% of the people in Long Beach are are under the poverty line. Now, poverty doesn't just mean money because Jesus said, hey, you're always gonna have the poor with you, but you're not always gonna have me with you. Mm. And we understand the difference between just helping someone put food in their stomach, helping them to be able to save money for an apartment, Um, helping them in their work program there, because they do. They have a work program as well as classes, work therapy. We understand the difference between just filling bellies, putting people in beds, and giving them a home. One of the things that God has just recently kind of put on my heart, Dave, was that the antidote to homelessness is not a home. You know what it is? The antidote to homelessness is holiness. Because holiness follows you no matter if you lose your home or not, if you lose your job, no matter if you lose your health. When you know Christ, then you know that the antidote is not the creature comforts and the physical things of this life. The antidote for homelessness is holiness, and that's where we're centered. Mm. You know,
1: how do uh, you—by the way, we are at the thrift store— uh, here in Long Beach, the Long Beach Rescue Mission thrift store, and we welcome you to come on by, do some Christmas shopping. We'd love to you know, shake your hand and, and fist bump and all that. But really, you know, know that every how, how much of the how much of the profit, how much of
2: everything here in the thrift store that's sold goes directly to the work. Everything except the administration cost, and that's not very much. Most of the most of it, I don't know the exact percentage, but I can tell you this, that most of the money that we make here goes directly to the program, and um, everybody donates. We don't buy these things. Everyone donates them, so that's why we can do that and put that money directly into the program, not just an overhead and paying a lot of salaries and trying to do that. We really want the money to go directly to those who need to be helped. Yeah, like
1: this gentleman, Anthony, that I met, and we're going to exactly. talk about Lydia's house. Oh, my goodness that's another side of it you have the women's program so if you're thinking you know what i'd like to i I can't make it to the thrift store i can't make it to long beach rescue mission but you know maybe there's something here that the holy spirit said you know what i want to impact especially in the south bay in Mm -hmm. long beach all throughout southern california because that's what uh uh, anthony and a couple other gentlemen that i met quickly quickly trying to set up here from all around Mm -hmm. that have that have found themselves here in long beach and the Long Beach Rescue Mission being a, a light in Jesus' name in their life, and giving them, as you mentioned, Terry, a, a second second opportunity. Lbrm.org. You can click on uh, that. There's a gift banner right there, a link. You can click on that on that button. Lbrm.org. And we're on Anaheim Street. In Long Beach. Uh, I think I was reading it's like $50 gift feeds like 23, 25 people. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so here at the Long Beach Rescue Mission, Mm -hmm. so maybe $50, 500 will actually feed for an entire night. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Here at the Long Beach Rescue Mission. Tell us about Lydia's house because, oh, my goodness, where is that in relation to the thrift store and where I was there at Samaritan's house?
2: It's only about two blocks away. And Lydia House is right next to our administration center. And Lydia House is exactly pretty much the mirror of what the men's side is. But what the difference is, is that uh, Lydia House actually has children because it's for all it's for women. And uh, these women find themselves in these situations, much like the men do. uh, But they have children. So we actually welcome them with their children. So we have one house that that helps us with the children, uh, for mothers with children and others without children. But that particular that particular place that we have, it's growing, it's expanding. And uh, we're, we're even going to put in a new playground soon. So, you hey. know, you know how we do that? It's because people that are out here driving right now and listening to us, uh, all of you people here in Long Beach, the reason that we exist is for uh People have Christ-centered, transformed lives. But the way it happens is that people donate yeah. and uh, and they care about this mission. So what we've been uh, talking about and explaining uh, how we reach out to people in the car is to say, if the Lord puts it on your heart, we uh, would love to partner with you. Whether it's a full church, whether it's an individual or a family, we would love to partner with you. Well, you mentioned
1: uh, an LBRM.org, LBRM.org you mentioned in the pursuit of all of the things that Long Beach Rescue Mission does, the importance of steering all that are here—moms, mm-hmm. children, women, men, fathers, those that have, you know, made horrible mistakes in their life. Maybe mental—you know, there's mental illness there, mm-hmm. which we, you know, we'll talk about here in a little bit. But how come, or how do you address? And I don't want to go down the weeds of the politics of everything, but that is the antidote. But that's so much the antithesis of what. It seems like legislation coming down to serve the homeless operates in. So how do you work in that space? And is there a a way that you're able to kind of have an ear to someone that goes, you know what, we see the results and the path to impact in life and changing someone's life is God, and that is the pursuit of holiness that you were talking about?
2: Well, can I tell you a quick story to answer that? Absolutely. You've heard of Mother Teresa. There was a man named, his last name was Kavanaugh. And uh, he was a very successful ethics professor. He spoke at all kinds of universities and uh, uh, Congress, everything. Made a ton of money and felt that he had life wired. He met Christ. He didn't know what to do. He said, what am I going to do with my life? And he literally got on a plane and flew to Calcutta to meet with Mother Teresa. He actually found her and he said, Mother Teresa, will you pray for me so I can know what God wants me to do? And she said, Mr. Kavanaugh, I will not pray for you. Can you imagine? He just drove thousands of miles. I mean, flew thousands of miles. He's with Mother Teresa. And drove through a bunch of people to get to Mother Teresa. And he's in the middle of Calcutta, and he's saying, will you pray for me that God will show me what to do with my life? And she says, says, no. (laughs) He says, why will you not pray for me for that? She said, Mr. Kavanaugh, you don't need clarity. You need to trust God. He says, well, Mother Teresa, haven't you always had clarity? She said, I have never had clarity. I have only had trust in God. And that is the answer to your question, Dave. How do we navigate these waters? Without getting political about it, um, we navigate them through prayer. We navigate them through trusting God. And when God shows us what to do, we walk forward boldly. And we also are good students of our Bible. We know that Romans 13 says, obey the authorities who are above you. God put them there. And so don't disobey them unless as Peter and John said, unless... Yes. It means that we can't disobey God. Now, we will draw that line, but that line seldom comes up. With the rest of it, we work with the city. We work with the Board of Health. We work with the fire department, the police department. We work with these constituencies because we believe that we have a common cause. We may not all have the common antidote, Christ, but we have a common cause. And, Dave, so far, it has really worked well in the city.
1: Well, I will say this. uh, With that as the compass to the journey and what— you know, Long Beach Rescue Mission has been doing since 1972. Yeah. Um, The results speak for themselves. Amen. And because God has his hand on this place. And again, I I was reading some of the history and we'll we'll get into some of that. But I just say to all of us as a KKLA family, Trust, trusting, trusting God. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's uh, Thanksgiving just finished, Terry. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got Christmas coming up and mm-hmm. there's a lot of animosity. There's a lot of rain, rage, a lot of fear, a lot of worry. But I say, if we take what you just said and say, you know what? We understand what the mandate is that God's called us to be. Mm-hmm. We're not living in that space of fear, anger, rage, but
2: hope, exactly. peace, joy and love. Exactly. The gates of hell can't prevail against that. That's the promise. Every promise of God, you can take right back to saying, will I believe it or not? And remember, belief is not just agreeing with Jesus. A lot of people agree with Jesus, but not everyone says, I'm gonna take my belief and be obedient to it. And when we do, God has not promised that the road will be smooth or or straight. It might be crooked, it might be very difficult, but he has promised to never leave us, never forsake us, never to put us through what we can't handle. With you, with you holding on to those promises, if we ever lose that with the rescue mission, we've lost everything. But right now, I must say, that's where we're walking.
1: It's so awesome. And the voice you hear there is Terry Miller. He is the interim um, uh, executive director. I'd say Chief Grunt, actually.
2: Isn't that <laughs> That's right? perfect. Yeah, exactly. That's actually yeah. perfect. I love it.
1: <laughs> the interim executive director here at Long Beach Rescue Mission. We're broadcasting live this afternoon from the thrift store. Uh, Long Beach Rescue Mission thrift store on West Anaheim Street in Long Beach, and we would love to have you stop by if you are anywhere here in the South Bay and Long Beach. Uh, feel free to come. We're, we're here till well, we're here till five o'clock, but I think thrift store is open till four so till four, four. yes. And, and by the way, make a mental note too to maybe come by the Long Beach Rescue Mission thrift store and do some Christmas shopping. I mentioned my friend Drewy, Dave Drewy, who he, he you'd, you'd think he. he <laughs> You'd think, Dave, man, dude, how do you make so much to dress so nicely? No, no, no. Thrift store. Got this for $15. Got this for $8. Perfect. You can't shut the guy up. He he just loves to talk about the deals he makes. And that's what you'll find here. Long Beach Rescue Mission Thrift Store and the pennies, the dimes, the nickels, the dollars going to fuel the work of Samaritan House, the men's program, Lydia's House, the women's program, all of the feeding that takes place here at Long Beach Rescue Mission. It's David James Moore with Terry Miller here at Long Beach Rescue Mission Thrift Store on Anaheim Street this Friday afternoon on Southern California Live 99.5 KKLA. Merry Christmas, friends. David James, Southern California Live. It's Friday afternoon. Beautiful, beautiful afternoon across the Southland. I-, I realize coming down here from Glendale, here at Long Beach Rescue Mission, we're at the thrift store. And by the way, if you're anywhere uh, near uh, Long Beach, South Bay, here off Anaheim Street, Long Beach Rescue Mission thrift store is where we are. Uh, right in the very back, we'd love to have you drop by and say hi. Maybe you can do a little shopping. We're back here. There's a whole bunch of slippers and deep fryers and clothing. They've got everything here. Um, really, you could get some incredible deals. There's some beautiful-looking chairs. Um, and, I again, I, I encourage you, you know, put on your list. If you're looking to do some shopping somewhere, find some nice stuff here at Long Beach Rescue Mission Thrift Store, and it all benefits Long Beach Rescue Mission since 1972, serving Long Beach. And it's a rescue mission not only feeding every night, but they've got Samaritan's House, the Men's Program, Lydia's House, the Women's Program. Um, just incredible work being done. And if you'd like to impact this Christmas and say, you know what, I'm looking for a year-end gift. I'm looking to to make an impact here in Southern California in Jesus' name lbrm.org you can click on that give button lbrm.org $50 actually feeds uh 20 souls 23 24 25 souls every mm-hmm. single night here at the Long Beach Rescue Mission and $500 would feed uh everyone that comes through the Long Beach Rescue Mission in an evening so mm-hmm. lbrm.org got Terry Miller he is the pastor speaker men's discipleship coach and now the interim uh, executive director at Long Beach Rescue Mission. Terry, I just want to briefly talk a little bit about uh, I was reading uh, one of the stories. Lisa came through Long Beach Rescue Mission. She was in an accident, car accident. She was unable to keep her job working at a hospital for nearly 16 years. Her injuries and you know, surgeries on her neck and shoulders, and she had chronic pain, physical problems. She mentioned she lost her ability to work. She lost her income. Didn't have any family when she lost her place and she became homeless. And all those struggles that happened in her life, she fell into a depression. And she even attempted a few times to take her own life. Because someone like us invested into the Long Beach Rescue Mission, she walked in and everything changed. She, according to her words, needed to be somewhere where she felt safe. She was hoping to feel and find spiritual healing, because she was so emotionally and physically broken, and the thing that, as a female, safety food, shelter, and when you feel safe, you're able to mentally recuperate. Lisa came to Lydia House, mm-hmm. where she found restoration and peace, rededicated her life to Jesus, is grateful for that. And what she says, she said this: What I needed to do was focus on God. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that, though I didn't have any family. The friends Lisa calls her family, amazed at the changes they see in her because now she volunteers here at the Mm -hmm. mission while she looks for a job that's not so physically demanding because of her car injury and and the car crash and the injuries she continues to live with. But she mentions right here what we were talking about in the last segment. What she needed to do Mm -hmm. was focus in
2: on God and Long Beach Rescue Mission was the conduit by which that happened. You know, Dave, everybody has a story and every person's story is worth listening to. When we listen to their stories, it doesn't matter if you're a billionaire or if you have lost everything. Our stories are all uniquely different, but everyone is basically the same in what they need. Everyone needs to know that someone cares about them. Everyone needs to know that if they need a listening ear, that someone's willing to hear them. Everyone needs to know that they can make a difference. And what we find with people like Lisa is that everyone has that, that literally that God-shaped hole in their heart that no person and no job and no amount of success in this world can fill. Only God can fill it. And that's what Lisa discovered.
1: You know, and again, there's thousands listening right now. There may be people right now who, you know, with everything going on. I mean, Terry, we can't turn a blind eye to it. I mean, this last 19 months has been just a game changer in Mm -hmm. all of our lives. That's right. There's a lot of worry. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of darkness, a lot of spiritual warfare. You see Mm -hmm. it? You see it? And as a pastor, have you seen that in the last 18, 19, 20 months, that curve, that that trend towards uh, more of a spiritual battle because
2: of the darkness and fear, worry,
1: rage, just pitting person against person?
2: Yeah, Dave, I have. I think the spiritual battle has always been there, but I think that what's happened is the spiritual battle got right to the forefront of everyone's television, on their radio, on their social media, everything began to bombard us with fear. And as we began to feel that fear, Christians and non-Christians alike, we began to wonder, how does that fear going to affect my life or my family's life? But I've seen something else happen, Dave, over the last 20 months. I've seen a lot of that initial fear. I've seen it start to Transition into faith, and 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 I believe that that is gonna happen as people begin to realize that the Bible's really true, that yeah. that you know what, fear is something of the enemy, fear is not from God. If we trust God, which we talked about in the last segment, the more we trust God and take him up on his word that he is trustworthy, the more we do that, we find that fear doesn't have to have a grip on us. And we walk forward. And fear is in our rearview mirror instead of looking straight ahead. All of right. Us.
1: So you bring that up. I got to throw out there. If there's if you're so, if you're looking for a song, you know, you're thinking, OK, I need a good song. <laughs>
2: fear is a liar. Yeah. By exactly. Zach Williams. There you go. That's a great song. Take
1: a listen to that song, because that exactly what talk, Terry's talking about here. And if there's all of us, I mean, look, we all at some point have in our life a bit of, of worry or fear. Yes. We, we have legitimate. I mean, look. We know that if you have a hot stove right there, Terry, mm-hmm. we should worry about putting our hand on that because right. we're going to burn right. ourselves. So right. worry in and of itself or fear of not wanting to touch a, mm-hmm. a, an oven or fall off a ladder is valid. Mm-hmm. But if we let it dictate our life That's right. and that be the fulcrum by which we do
2: things, mm-hmm. we end up with the wonkiness we have going on. That's right. You know, as a pastor, Dave, I've done... I don't even know how many memorial services and funerals. And one thing that is always prevalent is that we do not fear or lose hope like others without hope. We have hope. But when you come through the doors of the rescue mission, and by the way, Uh, I want to tell our listed audience out there one thing, well one thing I want to tell them is it's so cool to be able to speak into this microphone and say Merry Christmas. Yes. That is really a joy. (laughs) You cannot do that in every microphone in town, but you can this one so I was so glad Dave that you welcomed everybody with Merry Christmas. (laughs) Absolutely. I want to do the same. (laughs) The other thing I want to tell you about Dave, even though you can't see him, uh, Dave is probably going to be a fan of this thrift shop because Dave is wearing the coolest bow tie and I think the only place you can find cool bow ties like this are in thrift shops. yeah i agree with that i don't think you're going to find them in nordstrom's and stuff so if you're looking for a bow tie like dave's i tell you you got to come to the thrift shop here's
1: the thing uh you better get here because uh i may shop all those bow ties (laughs) before uh before you you get here long beach rescue mission thrift store is where we are terry miller is joining us here on southern california live he's the interim executive director for long beach rescue mission It's David James, and indeed, Merry Christmas to you, LBRM.org, if you would like to impact moms and and women here in the South Bay, men who have lost the compass, uh, lost the focus. I was on the way here setting up, walking by Samaritan's House, the house for men, and Anthony was right there, and he shared his story about how he had made some really poor decisions in his life. Who among us has not done that? Mm -hmm. Who among us has not done that? But Anthony, he took that even further and made some decisions that were very, very poor, got addicted addicted to substance abuse. He, He had nowhere to go, and there was Long Beach Rescue Mission, and he found himself through the doors. And as Terry mentioned, there's a program in the short term, and then in the long term, if you decide you want more of what you're searching for, and that is freedom, and all of us are searching for that, aren't we, in one way or another. And that's only going to be found in Jesus. Anthony mentioned that to me. And I can tell you, he is a, now a, 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 a person in, the, a man who's going through the program here at Long Beach Rescue Mission. And you would have never known that he had been in such dark, evil, horrible places mm-hmm. in his life because God has redeemed mm-hmm. his soul. He was so full of manners and was able to help me navigate to where we needed mm-hmm. to be here, Terry. So LBRM. .org gift there $5 provides a meal uh $50 provides 23 meals $500 will provide meals for an entire evening at Long Beach Rescue Mission maybe you'll opt in for more than that Terry what is a what is a need as we go to break that you're saying you know what I I want to present this to the
2: KKLA family uh before we get into the next segment You know during this covid time um, God has been exceedingly generous to the Long Beach Rescue Mission we have had so many people who have donated. And as a result of that, we're extremely grateful that we actually have uh, not as much as we need, but we have the ability to feed, uh, to, to clothe, to house so many people. Dave, it's not that we don't need donations, we do. And we, we thank you for them and, and we want them because we want to expand, we want to grow, we want to have, help more people. And the only way you can do that is through your generous gifts. But I'd say the number one thing that we need at this Christmas time is we need prayer. We need prayer that God will bring those people that he already says, I need you to go to the rescue mission. I've got my eye on you. And we need prayer for the workers because we have about 33 employees altogether. And all of those people need prayer because they're all under a certain amount of stress and duress. And the rescue mission is like nothing else i've ever seen you never know what's going to walk in the door and so i'd say we need prayer for our workers prayer for the mission and prayer for all of those uh, uh, organizations in long beach that are supportive and help us You the know, police department fire department uh, city government the health department all of us need prayer and if we could band together as christians to pray for this city we will be doing what oswald chambers says is the heavy lifting
1: oh man that's so good that's so good, and you're quoting Oswald Chambers, no Amen. less. <laughs> so we got the we got the heavy hitters going on here, at Southern California Live. And I want to reiterate, I want to reiterate what Terry mentioned a bit ago, and that is at Long Beach Rescue Mission. Sure, it's about getting a, a precious woman like Lisa, who was involved in that accident, had some injuries, lost her job, had no family, ended up making some decisions, um, and ended up on the streets, homeless, broken. But because someone like us invested in Long Beach Rescue Mm -hmm. Mission, it was there for God to be used. God used Long Beach Rescue Mission in her life because someone like us invested in her life, not Mm -hmm. knowing it would be Lisa that would walk through those doors. And so LBRM.org, gift lavishly, LBRM.org. You can also uh, come by the thrift store here. We're here to five o'clock the thrift door is open till four we're on anaheim street and i can't wait for you to hear christine we're gonna have christine grab the mic here in just a little bit uh coming into the next segment into the top of the hour because it's a it's an extraordinary story the of of redemption and what our return on investment is so more here from southern california live long beach rescue mission is david james along with terry miller executive director Interim Executive Director here at Long Beach Rescue Mission. Southern California Live this Friday. And we'll say it again, Terry. Merry Christmas from all of us here at 99.5 Merry KKLA. Merry Christmas. 99.5 KKLA, Wilbert. 99.5 KKLA, Southern California Live. I heard someone the other day. It's David James. Friday afternoon, Merry Christmas. We're at Long Beach Rescue Mission. At the thrift store, and I heard someone the other day uh, say, oh, man, I love that version of Feliz Navidad by Jose Felice Navidad. I was like, is there any other version? I mean, how can you play any other any other version? It's like I love that version. It's like the original. And so any artist that tries to remake it, which majority of artists have tried to do, uh, it's treading on thin ice, in my opinion. So Merry Christmas to you. Uh, LBRM.org is the website for Long Beach Rescue Mission. Um. this Christmas time, the thrift store is open uh, till 4 o'clock, and come by and do some shopping. There's some incredibly awesome things here that you would normally find elsewhere for a lot more money. And come by and shop and know that the uh, majority of the money is going directly to serve uh, souls like the young lady that I'm about ready to introduce to you next. I've been getting to know her for a little bit here. And she has uh, a profound uh, God story where, you know, Terry Miller, we were just talking to Terry Miller, the interim uh, executive director here at Long Beach Rescue Mission, where all of us are, uh, we need a compass. And if we, if we, if we steer clear of that north of, of the one that we celebrate in Bethlehem, born for our salvation, and we start doing things our own way, well, you know, what we, you, you you probably have your own story that way. I have my own. And in the last 20 months, and even further than that, we've seen how society has taken God out of the public square and where fear and worry is just running rampant. And so I want you to hear this incredible woman's story. Her name is Christine, and she is now the supervisor at Lydia's house here at the Long Beach Rest Commission. Samar- Samaritans. Uh, house is for men, Lydia's house is for ladies. And Christine, thank you for just joining us here on Southern California Live.
3: Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm blessed to be here.
1: Now, you uh, have been part of the Long Beach Rescue Mission at Lydia's house. You, you, you'd never dream you'd be supervisor there at never. Long Beach Rescue Mission. Not a day in, in my
3: life did I ever think that.
1: <laughs> Take us back to where you were, and I I hope you can stay during the impact segment of the next hour because uh, I really want to uh, invite you to to really dive into your story here. So we have about five minutes now. I I really want to hear, take us back Uh to the beginning of Christine's story and how, again, you never dreamed that you would ever be supervisor at Lydia's house.
3: Okay, well, I'll tell you how I got to Lydia's house. Um, At a very young age, I chose to follow the older kids when I was about twelve years old and I started drinking. At twelve years old I was arrested for drunk in public. And it just it all down it was downward downhill from there. I remember my mom telling me that was the day that my head spun around and I turned into the devil himself. And it was just one thing after the next. It was drinking, ditching school, then it turned into smoking weed and drinking and more ditching school I dropped out of high school in 10th grade and I just kept partying I got a job and I thought that you know I knew how to rule the world I lived on on my terms and my terms only I didn't care who I had to step on to get there I manipulated I lied I stole I cheated whatever it took to to fill the void that I had didn't even know what it was and so it just kept going and uh when I was 19 I was in a relationship and I I had a son And in that relationship, it just turned out to be um, verbal abuse. I was isolated from my family. I was moved away from my mom and my brother. And I was just kept by myself raising a newborn child while the dad was at work all the time. And I had no help. And I just started picking up um, wine at the time. And then I started drinking kind of heavily. And then I got into cocaine.
1: So you started going, one wasn't enough. It first started with... With just the the hanging with the wrong crowd. Yeah. And, you know, alcohol and drinking beer, I'm sure.
3: Yeah.
1: That wasn't enough. You had to go more and more. You said you had to go harder is what you said to me.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Go harder, go home is what I used to tell people. And everything I touched, it was just, I fell very deep into it. Until I couldn't find that certain high that I wanted anymore. So I would go on to something stronger or to the next thing that someone would introduced into my life
1: where did mom fit into this picture and family and everything
3: my poor mom i put her through hell and she just she fought really hard for me for so many years and trying to get me to get back to the daughter that she knew that i i could have been and but you know at a young age you don't think your parents know anything how could they know what i'm going through how could she understand and she used to tell me all the time i i've been there you know how what can I do to get you out of this, but, like I said, I was so selfish it didn't matter what anybody said, and if she told me not to do something, I was going to do it ten times doing it. I was going to do it ten times just because she said not mm-hmm. to and and I put her through a lot, um, but I had moved out at seventeen or eighteen and tried to live this life and thought I could just be a grown-up and raise this kid and be with the the father and it was just one thing after the next until it turned into physical abuse and then um, we were actually in Las Vegas and turned into physical abuse I ended up in the hospital my brother came and drove all the way out to Vegas and picked me up and I went back to live with my mom so this was about 22 so 15 to 22 I was in that relationship and when I moved back in with my mom and I had this one and a half year old kid, I looked at my mom and I said, okay, well, here you go. I missed out on so much as far as my independence and partying, being with this man for so long and partying with him and his friends that you can go ahead and help me out. And I just chose to party all the time. I partied right there in her front yard in the garage while my son would be in the house and she ended up taking care of him during those times. I would go to work, and I'd be okay at work, and, you know, I'd be a mom sometimes, but really, if it wasn't for her, I don't know where my son would have been, Um, and it was just a struggle. We'd fight a lot, but I I was helping her pay the bills. My mom was a single woman who raised two kids on her own, who worked very hard, six days a week, 12-hour shifts, until she injured herself on the job and had to have back surgery, and so she wasn't... The same after that her her whole life had turned upside down as she's watching her whole, her daughter's Daughter. whole life turn upside down and and now she's helping me raise my kid and it was just it was a mess for a really really long time yeah until i started doing the harder drugs
1: and you went deeper even
3: i went even deeper and did got you into you, meth.
1: you got out of the house did were you did she tell you she set a boundary did you just decide oh, yeah. to leave no
3: she set a boundary so when it got to meth Um, It took her a while to figure out that I had moved on to something else because before that I was actually really deep into drinking and Xanax. So if you've you've ever met anybody that does that, um, you're very loopy. You're very out of it, blackouts, and you don't remember very much. You're mean, all those things. So it took her a while to realize that I had moved on to something else because I was always messed up anyways. And that's when I started stealing from her. You know things that I would have never stolen as a teenager. You know I started stealing her gold and you know things that she had put in away for years to go and pawn them off and and uh, you know support my habit. In the middle of the night, I would end up leaving and leave my son there while I went to the casino or went doing uh, other things with people to make money. You know and and she's figured it out and so she asked me to leave and I wouldn't leave. And she said, I told her she was going to have to take me to court and, you know, pretty much kicked me out. Um, but at the time, I was still bringing in some money. And it turned out that uh, my job caught on and everybody started catching on. I lost my job and I couldn't help her pay the mortgage anymore.
1: Were you on meth then?
3: I was on meth then, yeah.
1: We're going to go to a break here uh, and we're going to leave it there. Look, there is a lot of, we, we've seen over the last 20 months... -hmm. There's been a lot of. Oh, yeah. I tear up. I'm sorry. There's been so much of young people and and young adults and and others that have gone the way of of addiction and Mm -hmm. substance abuse. So I want to address that as we continue your story, and maybe you can bring some. Well, I think your story is going to bring hope to so many. Absolutely. So stay with us. It's David James here, Southern California Live. Christine joins us, Long Beach Rescue Mission and uh, lbrm.org say all that as we go on to break remember we leave the story where christine is on meth but now here she is these years later and she is the director of lydia house here at long beach rescue mission impacting women and children's lives in jesus name He has a plan and purpose for us all, KKLA family, this Christmas time. We're going to dive into that some more here on the other side. Southern California Live, 99.5 KKLA.